Hello, you wonderful entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of Practical Money Magic with me, Audrey Heesh, your friendly money lady. Today, I want to talk about mistakes because we're human. We do make mistakes as much as we either know or have experience or just have thought you took the right steps. Mistakes are going to inevitably happen, especially in the vast bureaucracy that is our system and sometimes just things slip through the cracks or you misstep so that's what I want to talk about um because I was going through all of my documents and my my CPA's organizer and getting everything together for my personal taxes and my business's taxes and because I'm me, I was checking and double checking and triple checking all the things <laughs> to make sure that everything was in order, balanced, reconciled, and completed. And I realized that the final year of my nonprofit taxes didn't get filed. And that's, there's, there's many, so let's back this up. Back in in I think it was 2020 or 2021. I think it's 2020. But for during the pandemic, my heart couldn't handle the first, the essential workers and the frontline workers who were just taking the brunt of this, this deadly virus and not taking care of themselves and not having that space or that comfort and just going to work and doing all the things in really scary, dangerous situations that was unknown and scary. And so I wanted to put together like care packages and like love notes and things like that to make them feel seen, heard, and just let them know that they are appreciated. And I'm not even going to pretend like I did not fail miserably. <laughs> so in the bit, like, I know business, like it makes sense to me. Like my brain is wired for the either chain exchange of products and services for money or like product for money or services for money that that flows evenly. But the whole asking for donations to then send it over here, I couldn't, I couldn't get that break that barrier. That is definitely a barrier that I could not get through to find success in the nonprofit world. So I will lay that out there. I'm, I'm really sad I wasn't fantastic at that, but I also met some incredible people. Uh, if you are in the online or the nonprofit space, Tiffany Allen of Boss, Boss Babe, Bo Boss on a Budget. I think it's boss on a budget. She is phenomenal. And I'm so grateful that I've encountered wonderful people like her through my process of trying to get my nonprofit up and running. And I learned a lot along the way. I got my 501c3 status by myself. And I, <laughs> I tried to tackle my taxes. I filed them myself. I'd never filed or really seen a non- well, I think I'd seen a nonprofit tax return, but not like analyzing it or looking at it with any sort of purpose, I guess, besides um, funding and where things went. So I tackled my tax return myself or the, 
the nonprofit's tax return myself. And it came back and they're like, mm, no, <laughs> the IRS was like, no, try again. <laughs> and so I took it to my CPA and I'm like licking my wounds, like I failed at this. Can you help me? <laughs> and I need the, the first return filed the current year and then the final year to close out the, the entity. And he was like, yeah, great. I'll take that off your plate. He was so, he's, he's amazing. I am so grateful for my, my tax preparer. And he said that because there was something I, I don't fully recall because this is over a year ago, but something about, um, he needed to call the IRS about something on the something. And he's like, he, he emailed me. He's like, I nearly fell off my chair. They actually responded to me. Like they called me back. <laughs> and so it was just, it, it was just a great time overall. And it turns out I just checked the wrong box. Like instead of checking, I think I checked one box above instead of one box below. That was the only thing that I did wrong. I checked the wrong box. And that's how nuanced and complicated and convoluted our system is, which is why if you do make mistakes, don't take it personally. That is my biggest advice to you. Don't take it personally. Just be like, all right, now what do we do? So that kind of leads into it. As I was checking everything, I noticed that the final year of, of the nonprofit didn't get didn't get filed. I had all of the others information and all the other stuff. And I was like, oh no. And then I opened a letter that I had just kind of like, like I had a couple letters that I was like, okay, this entity's done. It's good. Here you go. As much as I advocate for this, I am slightly disappointed in myself because open your mail, open all your mail all the time, open it. If you don't open it, you don't know what's happening. <laughs> and so it was like, hey, you need to file your taxes and just getting those letters. And I was like, oh, no. So I didn't file the final year of the taxes. Now, we could go two different ways. And I've seen entrepreneurs do both. And I've mostly seen it be blame the CPA. Because I, in my head, that was done. That I took care of, like handed it off to the CPA. And he communicated with me and sent me things. And here's the part. It is still your responsibility as the owner. And it is very important that you take that ownership in that situation. He, while yes, I did hand it to him, he could have misinterpreted what I was saying, or he was like, okay, we're just going to wait until we do the next year to file that final year. There's a million different reasons why there kind of been a miscommunication or anything in between. He sends me everything. He's phenomenal. He always gives me copies of everything. So at that time, I could have gone through everything and been like, oh, hey, can we do this final year also? And, and it's as simple as that. It's not, it's not a blame situation. It is an, okay, what else can we do? How can we rectify now that we know the information and we know what needs to happen, what steps can I take in between to make that happen and get the admin and the bureaucracy side of my entity taken care of? And that's the lesson that I really want to drive in is that you do have it. Even if I handed it off to the tax preparer and 
for, I was very clear, let's say I was very clear, and it was, I had it in writing or whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter. It is still my responsibility. I am the, at that point, the, the president, but you are the head of your company, which means it's your responsibility. And let's say there is a contractor that you gave work to, but they either didn't provide you back work that would provide the work back to you that you were requesting or the products that you were requesting or anything in between. That's when open communication is very essential and just taking that next step and going at it from a place of curiosity and openness because they're human too. They could have possibly made a mistake. And when you allow that clear communication and that non-judgmental zone, one, people are more willing to admit to their mistakes. And I want to advocate that because we got so far into our society where admitting a mistake is like the end of the world. <laughs> and we need to get back to taking ownership and admitting when you're wrong. There's obviously a lot of nuance to that. And I don't want to say just like, there are situations where you don't just open, like if maybe you hired the wrong person, you don't just go up to them and be like, I, I made a mistake with hiring you. That's not a good way to take accountability is basically what I'm trying to get at. You want to take full ownership. You are the leader. You are here to lead your company with your vision. You have this vision and these ideas and these beautiful gifts you're trying to bring to the world once you reel that back and take full ownership from that. This is your direction, your path, your journey, and your business. Take that ownership and take that next best step. Because those, and open your mail. <laughs> Lesson one, open the mail. And that's when you're able to take that next best step because generally speaking, those letters are very clear about what you did wrong. Sometimes they don't always give you best next steps, but you are able from that letter to be like, okay, who do I know that I can reach out to to help guide me on what my ne next best step could be? Uh, something that almost all of my clients, and most of my clients, most of my clients, they, they're always like, I got this letter and they just send me pictures all the time. <laughs> and it's just like, what does this letter mean? What does this mean? And it's just about going through and deciphering what it's saying and steps to move forward. Because again, generally, at least if it's a state or government agency, they're fairly clear on what they need. It's just a lot of writing because they want to be transparent and helpful. And so it tends to be overwhelming for people to go through those letters, which is why they just snap a picture and be like, hey, Audrey, what does this mean? <laughs> and then I just like, I either say it means this, this is the steps we need to take, or I don't know. Let's reach out to XYZ. It's okay if you don't know. That is a very acceptable answer. And I encourage it if you don't know. That is absolutely okay. There is so much nuance to being a business owner that you are not expected to know everything. It's just 
one of those, you, it's take that ownership and figure out who can help you with that knowing. Um, yeah. Oh, and actually that's a second thing. If you get any of these, maybe I should, but um, there's these letters that we get that if you are anything like, if you are a registered business, that once a year you tend you might get one of these letters where it's like you need to file your business and it looks super official and it's super scary looking and it's like you need to pay this one in particular is 225 to register your business and even on this bottom line if you're on YouTube you'll be able to see it you'll even see that it says the state fee for my state is only a hundred dollars, but they're charging a hundred and twenty-five just to file this paper for the state of Oregon, which is where I'm at. It's only a hundred dollars to renew your business registry once a year. It's required once a year. It's a hundred dollars, and it takes you two minutes, five minutes tops, if you happen to change your your like. Let's say somebody leaves your company or you bring someone back in. So it takes more time to enter their name and their address. But it's really a very short, easy, simple process. And from the few states I have dabbled with, almost all of them are very simple, straightforward, easy. So open your mail and be discerning about what it is telling you is my point that I'm trying to make because sometimes there are scams. There are scams that are just here to take your money and not be helpful. <laughs> and there are like, you can also pay uh, your accountant or your tax preparer to do it. Some of them do do that, uh, mostly accountants. If they're just tax professionals, that doesn't tend to be something that they tackle. But if they're like a full range service, a firm that has like bookkeeping services and all of that, they tend to have that service available to you. And it's just about asking the question and how much it costs and roughly how long it takes. So that's what I will say about that. And I hope that the more we talk about our mistakes and see that it's ultimately just about taking responsibility and accountability and that leadership role within your company because there are so many things that will go wrong. And from my experience, what I've seen is that when things start feeling like everything is your fault, that's when the blame and the shame and the guilt start piling up and things become a slippery slope as a business owner. And that's when things start really going downhill. And that's, this is just from my experience. And when it starts going downhill, it's harder to gain that traction to get back up because that shame and that blame is really heavy. And as soon as one thing comes up where it says you're wrong or you made a mistake that's when it gets triggering and it it just becomes this vicious cycle and it generally is around money and money shame and it's about 
the faster and the and the the faster you shift into that leadership role and take accountability right when things happen i've noticed that it's easier as if it happens to be getting more difficult in your business let's say sales are slowing or you just lost your big client or whatever the case may be and that's that is a challenging very challenging time but when you're able to see the lesson and be like okay what could i have done differently in that situation how can i take my next step that's when you're thinking like a ceo and able to take that shift and move to the next level and take that next step cuz things are inevitably going to go awry and things like i said at the beginning you will make mistakes no part of me wants to come to you and tell you that I didn't file the final tax of the year of my nonprofit. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> this isn't fun for me, but it's also about just that transparency and that honesty and that that sh it's really important to lead in your company. And there are going to be things that you think you took care of and you didn't. And it's just like, well guess it's time to take care of it now. And that's all you can do. Um, sometimes you want to say swear words under your breath <laughs> and you just do that. And then you recompose yourself and move forward. My ear started ringing. Um, so that's what I want to talk about today is how important it is to, to again, just lead, lead with integrity and transparency and do the best you can. I'm not always going to get 100% right. I know that. I'm human. I'm allowed to make mistakes. And I am not going to shift the blame from me to my amazing, incredible tax preparer because that's, that's not how this works. <laughs> and so it's about me taking accountability for my actions and my step in this process because there are a million things I could have done and that I quote unquote should have, but I didn't. And I'm not going to blame myself for that. I'm not going to shame myself for that. I'm going to say, well, that sucks. I now learned more lessons and I'm going to take a different step. I'm going to submit my personal and my business's taxes and say, hey, can you please tackle this too? <laughs> and that will be that. Not a, it's... Again, these admin backend tasks, I don't want to diminish that it's not fun. And I don't want to diminish that it's not, it just takes time. And it's not something that you can see an immediate benefit. But the benefit is you are in line with the law, which is very important. And you are protected and taking care of what needs to be done for your business to run effectively, efficiently, and on on par with the law. <laughs> so that's what I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you again now next Wednesday. So if you have any questions, of course, feel free to reach out. Um, I'm at Graceful Penny on Instagram. Please follow, like, share wherever you're at and seeing this in all the places. And 
I hope you have a wonderful day and lead with integrity, build that foundation and watch yourself bloom, baby. <laughs>